0: Hello, and welcome to The Pain Cave. My name is Jay Friedman. I'm your host in The Pain Cave, and I'm excited to be joined once again today by our friend from across the pond, Innovate Athlete, Christian Morgan. Christian, thank you for joining us.
1: Hey, Jay, it's good to be back.
0: It's good to have you, man. Sorry for the confusion uh, about our time there. It's, uh, it's great to have you back on, and uh, how, are you, how are you doing? How's everything been going?
1: Yeah, well... Um it's been a kind of a process, you know, um, uh, I guess if the listeners go back to the previous podcasters on, they'll find out that I was in preparation to go out and have a, an attempt on the speed record for the Appalachian Trail. Yep. So so that didn't, well, it kind of uh, didn't succeed in getting the record, didn't even get too far into it and kind of back in the UK after a couple of months. So um, it's been a process.
0: Yeah. So yeah. we, we last talked to you in, I think it was June or so, and you were just a few, uh, just a few weeks away from starting the record attempt on, or the FKT attempt, I should say, on the Appalachian trail. And this was after you had been out on the AT last summer, helping Carl Sabe uh, yeah. take down the FKT. You had spent several uh, days or actually a couple of weeks with him uh, on the trail previously. Days, yeah. right? And, uh, and, you were coming back with a, a pretty audacious goal of, of, you know, not only breaking his record, but going for sub 40 days, trying to become the first person to do that. Starting yeah. uh, south in Georgia it, on July 1st was, was the first day. And yeah, so we wanted to check back in, obviously uh, things did not go as planned. So we wanted to check back in and see kind of how it went or where things went wrong and, and kind of what you're taking away from the attempt. So, um, yeah, I mean, it looked like for the first several days, at least, things were going well.
1: Yeah, well, it, I, let me just crack open this beer here. So Please do. This, this, it's you know, it's not too early. I know um, over <laughs> in America, it's like in the afternoon, but it's evening, and I've done my two training runs today. So I'm gonna,
0: <laughs> good, you deserve I'm gonna,
1: it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, so I went over there. I think physically prepared to run well, you know, to attempt to run 50-odd miles a day. Um, I believe I was experienced with the 20 years of running and also – but this was my first kind of endeavor, something which you need support for. All, all the other times I've done any kind of event, you could say that it's um, it's been one of those where – I mean, even Tour of Giants, you know, in uh, Italy, you know, you've got the aid stations or the life bases – And, um, you can pretty much turn up to these things by yourself. So it's the first time I've had to, uh, go first time I've had to go doing something where you have to rely on other people. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I think it pretty much turned out that the, the, so I, I mean, you know, it's no secret. My mum was the driver Mm -hmm. and my cousin, um, Megan from Ireland was, um, also helping out with, you know, crew. Crewing and th- and it just didn't work out from the start um for a number of reasons and um that really took a toll w- on me when i was running out th- they say that it's not it's not the what is it it's not the journey or the distance it's the pebble in the shoe that will bring you down or something right okay? in other words it's the things that are on your mind and 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 uh, the troubles uh that will make you fail
0: right right so and that's interesting because, you know, in the States, not just for FKTs, but for, you know, long races, it's, you know, the, the tradition is there to have, you know, a, a crew for, you know, a 100 mile race is not unusual, certainly to have pacers uh, for 100 Ks or 100 miles. A lot of people, I'd say probably the majority of people attempting a 100 mile like to go into it with a pacer or, or a one or two person crew or, or you know, even more. And that's a little bit unusual in Europe. It, there, there are very few, if any, racers that allow pacers. And and like you said, for the most part, it's you know there are aid stations, but you can go into them, you know, otherwise self supported, just rely on the aid stations and not really have to think about anything like that.
1: Yeah, um, the hundred milers that I started out with were ones based over here in the UK, and they're by a company called Centurion, mm-hmm. and you're allowed to. There's a guy called James Elson, and I think he came to went to america and had a go you know did western states did rocky raccoon and a few others and i think fell in love with the kind of hundred miler in america and kind of brought a bit of it back to the uk and so from 50 miles on in his races you're allowed to have a pacer but i never kind of did i always uh i've kind of run 10 100 milers and i've always only relied on myself i did have a pacer once which was really nice but you know like 90% of the time yeah i've always kind of just not had to rely on anyone and it was a whole different when you're doing an fkt a supported fkt i think you need to put just the same amount of effort and diligence into not just your training and your personal preparation but the actual team and the i mean you're a team when you go into it you need to uh, go into it as a team and you need to know that you you've got a winning, winning formula mm-hmm. and i think something some what kind of made it I think uh it was almost like a double edged sword going with Carol last year because one I saw how smooth and how great the teamwork was and how um there was no kind of outside pressures put onto Carol. He just had to run, eat and sleep. But it, it was a du- and it was great to see that in action, but it was a double edged sword in the fact that he put in a world record uh attempt performance and so does his team so when i was out there this year and i started to see things kind of um not really looking too healthy in the team it really um weighed down on my shoulders mm-hmm. yeah to think that i was not having that level of support that carol did and i i mean you know it, obviously you choose your team so i can only blame myself
0: Right. But I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. It becomes rather than something that's supporting you, it becomes more of a source of stress. Just, um, ha, n- not only how am I going to make it better, but then you start to feel, like you said, like almost, uh, you start to feel almost sorry for yourself or, or to say, right. I mean, the guy, the guy <laughs> yeah. who broke this record had all this support. I don't have that. How am yeah. I going to be able to do that without the same level of support that he had?
1: Yeah, that, that definitely was a big problem. In my share often, I would think, oh, well, it was done this way um, last year during Carol's Attempt or it was, you know, it was like this or, you know, um, I was thinking these things to myself. And, um, I mean, it, you know, I was only out there six days, actually. And then I did, I got my Strava here, um, opened up on my training log. So on day six, I did, um, where are we? On day six, I did if I can find it. Day 6 I did 50 miles mm. and I got to the camp. It was Hot Springs. There's a place called Hot Springs, really nice little town and uh it was really raining pr- pretty strong. Uh, got to camp. Uh you know like uh went to eat something and just looked at my cousin and she just looked like someone who had been kidnapped. Who didn't want to be there and i knew there and then you know i was like i said to my mom i said listen it's over we've got to send megan back and she said no my mom was slightly hysterical like no no we're we're gonna make this work i'll wake you up in the morning i said listen uh, megan has got to go home it's over because i didn't want to be surrounded by people who didn't want to be there my mom was um so supportive and you know um on fire and doing more than she was capable of but um and and she wanted to be there and wanted to make it work but i think for megan she just got a boyfriend and i'm not saying anything bad about megan you sure. know uh, she she's really uh an awesome athlete she plays camogie in ireland which is a game also known as hurling she's national level you know she uh but stepping outside of that going to america for the first time just getting a boyfriend being 18 it was just written over her face, pretty much. I think as soon as things started getting a bit stressful, right. and then I just I, I let it I let it sit for a bit, and I thought, no, it's okay. And then I thought, you know what? Her well being is a lot more important than my record attempt. Right. And I said, that's it. She's going home. So after after day six, running fifty miles on day six, I said, um, it's over. And and we sp- we the next day we went to a McDonald's stared at our phone screens really hard <laughs> using the Wi-Fi for about four hours arranged all the flights the Uber and just got her connected all the way back that same you know with w- in that same time slot back to Ireland.
0: So I, so I mean, this is you know something I've run into on a much smaller level, but in terms of and I've spoken about this on the show, I think before. In terms of uh, traveling to races with family where, you know, y- y- you think it's going to be a great thing to, you know, have the family there and, and uh, you know, you make a, a, a trip into like a vacation and uh, it'll just be a vacation where I'm just going to run a race and it won't really affect anybody. But, you know, you spend so much of your emotional, or your mental energy in making sure that everyone else is you know, fulfilled and having the trip that they want to get out of it. And that that detracts from your mental preparation, your emotional preparation for the race. And it, it, it detracts from the business that you need to do at hand. And that's kind of why I stopped, for the most part, racing while, while on vacation or bringing the family along to races. I mean, they're great and they're supportive, but, you know, it's not exactly what they want to be doing. And uh, and when they're not enjoying themselves, it's hard for you to enjoy yourself. And this sounds like the same kind of thing
1: yeah it's so funny because i look at carol i mean carol was with his brother-in-law um you uh he he liked to be called joe um so it was joe mm-hmm. you know and um and his wife eventually turned up so i mean you think to yourself well geez you know you want outsiders you don't want family i mean it worked well for carol i think every situation is unique and um But definitely for me personally, having I did have my sister there on a hundred miler once, Mm -hmm. and it's the only I think hundred miler that I quit. In fact, it was a 145 mile run called, um, oh geez, uh, uh, the Grand Union Canal. Mm -hmm. I I think it was 145 miles. I got to mile 93, I was in second place, um, steady, you know, uh, gaining on number one. And I just got to a point where I thought, Oh, my sister's here, the car's really nice and warm, I'm gonna quit, <laughs> you know. And uh I was a little wuss and I just went home. So then two weeks later I went to another hundred miler. I thought, right, my sister's not coming, nobody's coming, I'll turn up. I'd already entered this race. Uh went and did it and there's no way I was gonna quit. Mm-hmm. Um and I made it all the way to, you know, got a top twenty and uh, yes, I think the family thing really emotionally drains you. I think you've got to be, for me personally, I, I reckon, yeah, just keep it, keep it like, keep it simple. Don't mm-hmm. take family.
0: Yeah. 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 And the other thing, like you said, with, with Carol was, uh, it sounds like he had people rotating in and out. I mean, you were there for, for two weeks. You, you said his wife came later and, you know, that, that yeah. helps keep the crew fresh. I think, I mean, when you're, when you're, Right. When you're six yeah. days in and you're looking down the barrel of another, you know, five to six <laughs> weeks in a foreign country. you're just I mean, that's that's yeah. uh, that's a that's a, a tough ask. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. W- once you got uh, Megan home, uh, what did, you said, she plays uh, hurling. Is that what you said?
1: Yeah, she's really good. She's uh, like one of the country's best. So um, uh, really? Yeah, because we,
0: we were traveling yeah. in Ireland last year and, and uh, we ran into some hurling folks and got to to watch a little bit of that. That is a wild sport.
1: It's a pretty, uh, con- it's full of contact, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, a re- It's a rough sport, you know. She's a sweet-looking Irish girl, you know, and that. Yet, I mean, they really have to stand their ground, and it's very physical. And you
0: it's know, like it's like rugby with mm. sticks, kind of, and like stuff <laughs> flying at your head. It's it's wild. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so once you got her uh, back to Ireland, what was the plan then? Because you did, you did not go home right away. You you looked like you were kind of bouncing around, taking in some different sights on the trail.
1: Yeah, so I contacted Warren, uh, Warren Doyle, who's mm-hmm. done the AT, I think, more than anyone else ever, something like 19 times, oh I think. Oh, my God. And um, we went and stayed up at his in Tennessee in a t- place called Mountain City. And kind of, I kind of see Warren as kind of Yoda. You know, I, I see him as <laughs> he's very calming for me, and I just like to be around him, and his advice is never. Mm, he just kind of says the right thing. And so anyway, I was I spent some time with him at his Appalachian trail Institute. And then he said, why do not you go to like New Hampshire and where it's pretty tough in the white mountains and, you know, start, um, if you, if you do want to have an attempt next year, why do not you start doing a bit of recon? Mm-hmm. So I said, well, actually that's not a bad idea. And I went up and, um, I didn't put in huge days, you know, but I was putting in some, I think like I uh, did some 25 mile days or 23.4 and mm-hmm. a couple of 18 mile days and a uh, 27 mile days. So yeah, I mean, I, I, um, went up. So yeah. So after it, it all fell apart, I went to New Hampshire, went to the white mountains and got, got back on the trail and, uh, started to rebuild, um, just moving forwards because after you fail something that epically, that was an epic fail. Um, It actually, it's a, it's a process. So even though I got back on the trail, I still hadn't processed it, but it was good to be on the trail moving.
0: So, yeah. how, How hard was it to, I mean, you made the decision to send Megan home and you said the record attempt is off. How hard was it to kind of let go of that goal?
1: Well, straight as soon as I saw Megan, and I'm not joking, I'll say the same thing again. She looked like a kidnapped, like someone who had been kidnapped. So her and my mum's, um, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to try and be secretive or anything, but me and my mum had some pretty strong words with each other, you know, some swearing and stuff, and um, that, and, and Megan and my mum w- were the tension was, it was unbearable, and so there was a lot of just uh it just didn't it just wasn't right so with Megan I just thought you know what unless I say something um she's gonna actually stick around but she's not gonna want to be here so I think it was seeing Megan in a place where she didn't want to be it just made it a no-brainer I just knew it was over and also leading up to that it it was so I just saw some situations which I didn't like I wasn't comfortable with you've got to be so to be Um, successful at an FKT on the Appalachian trial you need to be surrounded by people who surround you cover you in cotton wool uh, shield you from any problems in fact the support has to be as strong if not stronger than you and and just kind of baby you and um, that wasn't the case I was really involved in a lot of disputes and um, I was involved in the cruise logistic problems and so yeah I think day six it was really easy to just I mean, I'm not going to say it was easy, but I had no other choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I just knew it, I knew it wasn't going to work. I tried to make it work for as as long as I could. And it just got to the point where I was like, no, Meg's got to go home. And me and my mum need to just then think what's next.
0: So it was already within a couple of days on the trail going south.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, that was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it, from the get go, it just didn't fit. You right. Know, right from the start. Right, yeah.
0: and 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 like you said, I mean, if right, it it, it ha- things have to work perfectly to kind of adhere to the the schedule that that you were trying to shoot for. And right, I mean, the the crew can't be. I mean, not only can the crew not be a source of additional stress, which it sounds like it was. I mean, it, right, it has to it has to function so smoothly behind the scenes that you don't have to think about anything like. Uh, other than, you know, like you said, eating, sleeping or running. And, and, you know, if, if it's going to be anything other than that, it's, it's detrimental as, uh, you know, as, as anything that's going to help you.
1: Yep, Yeah. Without a doubt, you've got to have, I mean, it was a huge learning curve um, and I completely admire and respect uh, Megan and my mother. um, But I think it was an amateur, or it was a lesson learned. I mean, what I've never gone for an FKT, especially something so um, big as the Appalachian Trail. And, um, you know, I've learned a lot. Um, and uh, they're all lessons to learn by. And, and definitely, it's, it's. I mean, I got this lovely, um, so Purish on the uh, kind of natural protein powder company who was supplying me. And what what they supplying me like natural protein powders Mm -hmm. and on the back of each packet they stuck a card and uh, um and it said pto for message so i've got all these kind of packets of protein that i didn't use and opened one up today and it says here so each one had a message from a member of the staff Mm -hmm. and this one here says strength does not come from winning um your struggles develop your strengths when you go through hardships and decide not to surrender that is strength. So in a way, I feel that this is just going to make me stronger. And moving forward, I'm not just going to say, okay, that's it. Um, I'll endeavor to – well, that you, you know, we can talk about that. But anyway, yeah.
0: Um, so what did your mom do after Megan went home?
1: Yeah, she was really upset. Um, you know, she was really upset for me. She was um, – you know, she was, she was very desperate actually. She was saying, well, let's see who we can get to come over from the UK. And you know, the, I was like, listen, it's over, you know, as we're standing here talking about who we're going to get to, you know, like Carol's moving forward down the trail, you know? Right. <laughs> right. You know, right. <laughs> you know, and she, right. The margin was, for
0: error was too, was too, th- too small.
1: You know, I mean, there's, there's a, there is, there's some room, but not that much.
0: Right. You know? Right.
1: Like, uh, so, um, so yeah, we, we, uh, it it was tough. We, we, we had to, we had a lot of, our relationship was definitely tested. Um, we said some strong words to each other. Um, I felt, I didn't feel blamed towards my mother, but I definitely had, I spent more time with her than I would normally would do as an adult male, you know, (laughs) um, you know, I don't, I don't live with my mom and, I live alone and so spending this time so intensely with my mom and then afterwards when I'm not out on the trail, I'm kind of with her. and We have a great time and we're really good friends, but I think definitely something out there was broken. And I'm pleased to say that um, it's been fixed now And um, because a relationship is a very – well, it's a fragile thing. It can be broken, but I'm really thankful that we've repaired our relationship and all is good again.
0: Good, good. So let's talk a little bit about the trail itself um, sure. and, and your experience. Uh, you know, So f- for the first, I guess, almost a week, you were you know, kind of on your pace. How did that feel physically? I mean, I know that was a part of the trail that you had seen before, but you know, trying to put aside all of the kind of emotional baggage that came along with everything that was going on. Physically, how were you responding for those first several days?
1: Well, what happened was um, every single day I got faster, and faster and faster in fact my last day my sixth day was my fastest average pace hmm. um so uh what happens with something like this is you, you know i put in i put in about like a, i was trying to get 100 miles in a week uh from kind of i think i don't know march and um put in the elevation as well mm-hmm. and then i had a wisdom tooth out and that took me out for a bit because I got infected, but then I got back up to 100 miles a week and then but what I'm trying to say is that you can't actually prepare for you know whatever it is um, uh, 350 miles a week Right. you know that I think the the actual attempt itself it you know like through hikers say it takes so many weeks to get your fitness right So I think I actually started to find you know, a level of fitness that I've never experienced before running 50 miles a day or so. Um, and I did start to feel better the more time that went by. Um, I was really lucky with the weather. I didn't have any, um, bad I mean, when I say bad weather, I mean, it was almost a hundred degrees Fahrenheit, man. Wow. Like pretty much, I think it was the hottest July in history or something. Yeah. The summer here was brutal. Yeah. So, I mean, I survived that, you know, there were, I, I did a couple of, there were a few times I just lay down on the trail and I was like, Oh, (laughs) 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 you know, and then I, I got back up and carried on. But, um, I mean it was hot. Yeah. And, but I survived it and I got stronger each day. And, uh, yeah, it's a shame I didn't get to carry on further and see how, my body would if it would have continued to get stronger if it would have started to break down but yeah i felt well my pace got faster each day right
0: right and then what did you think of the whites once you started heading up north
1: yeah completely uh different ball game oh yeah Of you you're in um I mean, visually, when you get up to the balls, and when I say balls, I mean a mountain with no, you're above tree line, so Mm -hmm. you can see around you 360 degrees. I suddenly had these really, I had so many um, uh, feel-good endorphins released when (laughs) when I was in, because they call the Appalachian Trail the green tunnel, and it's because it's a tunnel of green trees, Mm -hmm. and so when you do get above tree line and you're able to look around and the weather was lovely um i was having all these feel do- good endorphins and it reminded me of uh, trail races that i'd done like trans vulcania trans gran canaria and i just it was so great man to just be running on the trails and the sun shining and there's mountains around you and you're passing through hikers and yeah i, I loved it yeah you know, it was so cool yeah
0: it's it some really sick. special terrain up there it's pretty great
1: yeah, the, really really awesome. And I and that was the first time I saw another trail runner until when I was up in the Whites. Oh yeah. You
0: know. Yeah, and there's yeah. A, there's a a big tradition of uh kind of FKTs around the Whites. Not just on the AT, but the uh you know, the Presidential Traverse and the the um the Pemmy and and all these different loops up there that that tag a lot of these peaks. Uh some really good trail runners have taken cracks at.
1: Yeah, well I when I was out uh Warren sent me a Um, shot me a message and it said it had a little bit of information about someone who was going for a sub 40 day attempt on the Appalachian Trail southbound and I was up in the whites and I was thinking so many days had passed I'm going to pass this guy but Warren said he couldn't find any information about him and uh, so I was looking out for this guy and then suddenly I see this guy running towards me but he was kind of wearing Solomon gear and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, Oh, this looks like a sponsor. Yeah. I, I was like, are you going for an FKT? And he was like, no, I'm just out for a trail run. And, but we never heard anything about that.
2: So huh.
1: th- this guy was meant to be going for, and Warren, I think if anyone's going to know, he'll know. Um,
0: and he didn't have uh, any more info. No,
1: nah, no more info. But, um, but yeah, I got to say that if anyone's up at that, in that part of the world, New Hampshire, the white mountains, are just a kind of a paradise but also dangerous as well don't mess around up there you know
0: yeah no a lot of exposed areas the weather can change very quickly and uh, a lot of remote areas as well yeah no that that's um you know go go in pairs go in groups and and definitely you know take your time and, and be experienced up there it's it's tough and then yeah, uh, a, yeah, yeah. so h- how much time did you spend in total uh on various parts of the trail
1: so yeah, I did all of New Hampshire, um, and then it, uh, my my so my cousin Megan had gone home, and then my um, oh, what happened? I had a tr- uh, pacer turn up, and see these are the things that started to make me see the truth of what I'd prepared. Um, I was what, what I'd planned, you know, for a certain pacer to come out to pace me. You know, the reality of the situation is when this particular pacer called Dean turned up, um, I'd I'd been on. Um out trail running a few days in the in New Hampshire, and he turned up and he just was not able to tackle the technical terrain hmm. you've literally you've got to dance along there, you know there's no kind of looking up running forwards it's right what hundred percent concentration uh a boulder fields yep. you know, and I thought, wow, I mean I'm so pleased this attempt is. Not actually still going, because no <laughs> again, nothing bad against Dean, this guy's one of my favorite guys, man. he's such a cool dude, but uh he just couldn't keep the pace, and I was right thinking you're like waiting wow, for that, him. yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it just turned into a um, yeah, I mean, I was waiting for him, I wasn't going my own pace, so I right. was thinking, well, I'm so... that wouldn't have worked, that's another thing that wouldn't have worked,
0: right, right,
1: uh and um. So yeah, sorry, I, I forgot what was your question there. No, I was yeah, just saying think, what yeah. what
0: else did you do? How much time total did you spend on the trail?
1: Oh, um so I clocked just under I think uh altogether on this trip, like it's not even a huge amount, about five hundred miles. Okay. So I did just under twenty five percent of the eighty. But I did visit Ben and Jerry's, um up in Vermont, <laughs> the Ben and Jerry's factory. Sure. Uh twice (laughs) you know (laughs) that place is awesome man (laughs) did
0: you take the tour yeah i took it twice yeah sure
1: (laughs) yeah so my cousin went home and my niece arrived uh mia who is 16 and she's she's really cool we go bouldering together once a week indoor bouldering and um so she was like, oh, I want to go to Ben and Jerry's. Uh, and I'd already taken the tour and um, before she came. and I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it again. I'm up for that. So we went to the Ben and Jerry's tour. And it was really cool on the trail. And um, uh, I mean, it was just such a nice time. And then it got to the point where I was like, OK, I've done enough. I've done all of New Hampshire. I've done a bit of Maine, you know, a bit of 100-mile wilderness, mm-hmm. about a third of it. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, guys, let's have some family time because, you you know, these guys are driving. I mean, even though the FKT attempt was over, it's still pretty tough when someone's out there doing like 20, 30 miles a day. Sure. And uh, so I thought, okay, let's just have let's just call it quits, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and then we just kind of camped and I swam in lakes. I was desperate to see a moose, which I didn't see. I fell in love with Maine. Um, and just the people and the, the, you know, the, the country, the the kind of terrain, the lakes, the the mountains, Mm -hmm. just the slow way of life. So, so that's how it went.
0: Yeah. Maine is awesome. Did you have any good beer?
1: Yeah. I always checked out whatever microbrewery was around. Jeez. I don't remember. Um, let me think. Uh, I I can't remember any of the. The names. I'm not very um, articulate when it comes to remembering the names, but yeah, I was drinking a couple of beers and
0: uh, yeah, Maine and Maine and Vermont definitely some good some good beers up that way. So mm. since you've been home, uh, I, I guess I, I what I want to ask is like how have you been mentally? Like how hard has it been to kind of reconcile? You know, it sounds like still it was a a, a you know you took a lot of positives out of the experience and everything else but you know it was not what you had been gearing up for for you know 6 months or a year you know how hard has it been to kind of let go of that and you know have you been able to accept it and you know kind of move forward or do you are you still kind of grieving it
1: i'm definitely not grieving it anymore but being in america was a huge distraction for me so when i got back to england um then I was just drinking a lot more beer than I should really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm one of these people who has a beer with a meal or a glass of red wine with a meal, and that's it for me. But I got back and I was drinking like a couple of pints regularly every day and not training. And, I, you know, I mean, I started to, I was enjoying that feeling of, you know, getting a little bit tipsy and, it you know, helps you, Forget about your problems. So I was really, you know, dealing with it. Um, and it just I just completely let go. And I was like, oh, man, this, this is terrible. You know, <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm so freaking depressed and shit. And I mean, and then I don't know, something just something happened where I think finally I drank enough beer to say, OK, <laughs> that's it. I've I've had my grieving time and I'm officially over failing the FKT, FKT attempt on the AT. And then I just started running, man. And training um and felt really nice to move my body. Felt nice not to um to, just felt nice to just be in the moment and, and, and just let go of everything and I've definitely I've definitely let go of it. But I yeah, I gotta say it really broke me down more than anything has ever broke me down yeah. uh, before. And I definitely hit rock bottom and below. But um, I think like I read that po- that um, quote by one of the staff at Purishon, mm-hmm. you know, I think it really is that uh, I think it's your hardships in life. And, you know, there's that old saying, it's not how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit, get knocked down and how quickly you can get back up again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just taking it as another. Uh, I'm taking it as a, another blow, and I'm. I'm not gonna just. That's it. I'm still gonna keep on trail running. I've got a trail. I've got a hundred miler in three weeks tomorrow in Greece, which I, I've done the past two years, and I um, was really spurred on by entering that again. And I'm gonna see some old friends. So I'm over it. Good. Uh, I am over it. Yeah.
0: Good. Was there? A, you know, after you got back home. Um you know, uh, UTMB and, and that whole weekend was, was firing up. And then we just saw TDG, which I know is one of your favorites. Did you have any kind of FOMO about having to let go of some of those goals for the summer in put pl- in place of this, or were you able to kind of sit back and enjoy those a little bit?
1: You know, I, um, I love the UTMB weekend because it's televised, you know, you can watch it on your laptop. Yeah.
0: It's the coverage is amazing. Coverage.
1: You know, I mean, I watched, um, uh, Poker Pal, you know, come yep. across the line, and you can see cl- the camera's closing up on his face and the ecstaticness, and and then seeing Courtney Dewalt, you know, I'm so inspired by that woman. She's just, you know, she's it's amazing. She's just, uh, you know what? She's so cool, man. And it's not just because she wins; it's her attitude. Yes, you know?
0: exactly. It's, it's just, well, that, that's why everyone loves her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and so I mean, I took great pleasure in watching that, and then um, you know, then TDG. It, it tour of giants sorry um you know jason coop yep. was running it mm-hmm. um how did he do in the end because I, I i didn't check that out i couldn't find I, it i did don't know where he was it? in he the was in, standings
0: but he made it yeah he was in 15th at one point you know
1: and i was like wow man that's that's really good you know and yeah i was really impressed what inspires me is the guy who won it an italian uh, i forget his name but he's won it a few times actually been on the podium a few times been top 10 a bunch of times and he's like nearly 50 years old i mean you know it just kind of it just shows that it doesn't really i mean i'm I'm pretty sure when you get near 60 it's going to be tough but just shows that when you're in your 40s because i'm 42 just shows that you can still get those kind of you know with dedication and experience and perseverance you can still achieve a lot in your 40s sure and I take huge inspiration. So no, I didn't have FOMO. I just enjoyed the whole uh, the week's um, trail running celebrations.
0: Good, good. And so you're headed out to Greece in a few weeks, and then what's next? What's the rest of your uh, season shaping up like? And and you know are you know I know you'd kind of made some allusions to maybe coming back and tackling the AT again. Is that in the cards? Are you going to try any other FKTs, or what's what's the future looking like?
1: Yeah, so I got, um, it's called Rodopi 100-mile adventure run. And it's a really kind of um, quiet, uh, low-key event in the virgin um, forests um, in the mountains called uh, Rodopi in uh, northeast Greece. And that is um, in three weeks. Uh, I've done that two years in a row now. And I really like that race. They call it a like a family race, you know. So you, you go there and the, you're very you – you're able to speak to the race director and, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of old friends. So I'll do that. I'm looking forward to that. That's got about 8,000 meters. So it's quite similar to wow. UTMB. Yeah. But without all the razzmatazz. <laughs> and then um, in January – no, sorry, the 1st of February – I'll be entering the Thailand North Face 100K for the fourth time. Nice. I've made made podium um, three times in a row now. So um, I was third the first year, then second, and then second this year. And so I'll go back and, you know, see if I can improve my time on that. Great. Um, and, and hit podium again. And then I'm also like a four-year... Uh, or three year loser for Western States, which, um, I think they, you can enter for that in December. And I think they hold the results. I think it's January.
0: No, nah, it's usually but, the first um, weekend in December. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'll enter that again. I've taken my buy for Westerns. For, I took a buy as in, cause they had the Appalachian trial this year. So, mm-hmm. so I, unfortunately I can't bypass that again. So if I get that, I'm not sure what I'm going to do because yes, you are right. Um, I've got my um, I got my hopes and dreams and I want to go back to the 80. I don't feel I think I feel I have unfinished business. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, what I'm doing is nothing is set in stone. And I'm in talks with some people who may uh, be able to crew me who are not family members and um like i said nothing's set in stone yet we're still in talks and it, it's down to if they can find the time out of their you know busy lifestyle schedules to come and drive support but but if they're able and then um i'm 100 percent willing and i would go back i would come back to america and i'd go for another fkt on the Appalachian trail oh, another fantastic. attempt
0: fantastic fantastic yeah. Good. So yeah. we'll look forward to hearing about that between that and or the Western States lottery. That sounds awesome. Um, other than changing yeah. up your crew, is there something that you would do differently this time? Or do you feel like, you know, your approach, your mental approach, your training approach was was kind of where it needed to be?
1: I think uh, I'll put in more. I ha- I think I'll put in I want to be more consistent. I looked back on my training. log. The great thing about Strava is you can go into a training log and you can scroll back and look Mm -hmm. and i can see i enter races then i have a couple of weeks off and you know i think what and i've all and i analyzed my training log over the past kind of in fact it goes back as far as um 13 years because i've got calendars where i used to year planners where i'd write it on in pen Mm -hmm. my training and my all my best results come from when i've had great consistency so i think the idea is if I can be consistent running if not every day but every other day and hitting a good amount of mileage each week and vert um so physically uh, you know that I'm kind of really consistent in other words, so mm-hmm. be consistent with the training um obviously go and practice with the crew um and and then and just also work on the other thing is. When you're out on the trail, if you have any anything, um, if you're out on the trail, everything is exposed. So if you have a problem that you'd forgotten about five years ago with a person, that's going to come back to haunt you. So <laughs> my idea is to be completely at peace with myself, completely at peace with everybody around me um, When if I do go for another attempt. So there's nothing that comes back to haunt me and Uh, so, so taking care of myself emotionally as well as physically. Mm
0: -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Um, I mean, you know, it it almost, (laughs) you'd almost be kind of thinking about maybe going into it with people you don't even know, right, that you have no history with, although I guess you want to be, you want to know that you can function well with somebody, you know, at a baseline.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we do, um, in particular, the, the person who's thinking about, I won't mention any names yet because it's not set in stone, but mm-hmm. if, uh, if uh, you know, I'll just say Ed for now, if Ed is thinking about coming out, if Ed is going to come out, we'll take a trip out in November, hopefully, and then potentially next year, and then we'll be there before the attempt. So we would have already had three um, trips together to the US before we actually even start. So yeah, it wouldn't be a new thing. We'd be uh, already tried and tested. Right. So, right. yeah, but, but there won't be any of that emotional kind of, oh, this is family kind of thing.
0: Right, so. right. Well, it sounds uh, like, yeah, it sounds like you've taken the the right lessons out of it. And I mean, like you said, it's it's hard to let go of that goal uh, emotionally, but it sounds like you're bouncing back. And, and I mean, the fact that you're thinking about other races and, and coming back and doing it again, I think is a great sign. And, and it's exciting.
1: Yeah, definitely. It sounds like you got like a kettle boiling in the background, is not it? It's, it's, no, it wouldn't be because it it would have still be, it would have finished a long time ago. Bit,
0: there's something with the pipes. I don't know because I ran the dishwasher before and and it finished. So I don't know why the the hot water heater is still warming something up. Because I'm the only one home right now. Oh. I have no idea. But uh, uh, I can't believe you can hear it. That sucks. Oh well. <laughs> no, <laughs> apologies apologies <laughs> for the sound quality to all the listeners out there.
1: <laughs> no, I think it's, it's pretty good. Hi, right, Jay. It's good to speak to you again, Christian. Uh, thanks really so
0: much. Is. Thanks so much for coming back on and and being really open about what happened. I know, uh, a, you know, a few people over here had had uh, kind of reached out to me and said, "What happened?" And I'm like, I, I don't really know. I know that it sounded like there were some crew issues, but I'm not sure. So, but thanks for being honest and and letting us know what happened. And and uh, you know. Good luck in in three weeks and and with the rest of the season. And, uh, yeah, let us know, you know, keep in touch and let us know what's going to happen next summer, either states or another attempt on the East Coast. Uh, It'll be exciting.
1: Yeah, well, uh, what I would like to do is if there is another attempt, uh, because we spoke about it this year, is actually potentially have some kind of live um, link up where I could get a bit of a conversation with you as I'm on the trail So that would be really nice uh, if it goes ahead, and um, it'd be really nice to share, you know, some of my experiences and so on with uh, the listeners out there.
0: That'd be that'd be be fantastic. That'd be fantastic. So we'll we'll make that happen if it comes together. Christian, thank you so um, much.
1: Yeah, have a great day, and um, I'll speak to you soon.
0: Sounds good, man. Everyone out there, thank you for listening, and until next time in the pain cave, keep putting one foot in front of the other. But I'm not dead.
2: Happy now just to spend some time with friends and have a roof above my head. I'm not faded, just been faded like a good old pair of jeans. Rusted like a proud old car, That's drove a little too far and see too much rain. But long ago. As a child, I child, I'm looking back, the last sky and wonder man, and ride the bus, feel upset to think of all the years I'd had to go through There, I was still young, I was still young, I was still